This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, because he says so much about me, then I have to tell you a little bit about the other guy, Carl Brower, automotive industry analyst for iccars.com. He's also on the board and a juror of the North American Car Truck and SUV of the Year and uh, writes for Forbes uh, Autos, the contributor there. And, well, of course, he does the, uh, the show here. Carl is bringing today to the show the new boogeyman for the auto industry. And I thought that would be fun to start out with, Carl. What is the new boogeyman for the auto industry? Oh, dude, this is like Freddy Krueger, but he's got claws on both hands now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming for you. Um, this is what the various environmental groups are telling us is going to be the reason we have to all stop driving our cars. Oh, and it's, and you know, we all know of exhaust pollution, tailpipe pollution. emissions. Yeah. yeah my cows make in. pollution. Yeah. My, you know, listen, that's right. You know, I'm, you got to stop feeding your cows because well, up the other end. No, no, they, they're okay with it all because we still need steak, right? And hamburgers and all kinds of what they <laughs> No, We don't. We're supposed to eat, eat fake moo, food now. Fake, eat, you know, <laughs> fake <that>. moo. <laughs> right. Yes. But no, it's not a problem because I just got the new, the new catalog for spring, summer, 2024 for the catalytic converters for cow farts you have to put a catalytic converter on their rear end so i was it, hearing about this yeah Are you it's serious, not that big right? no i'm joking <laughs> can you no, imagine don't they, wanna, don't they no i thought i was hearing that they were gonna start well first oh, all, I, saw shot, I saw a shot where all the, the sheep had masks on yeah COVID, you know which i thought was great <laughs> right but no i i mean you know we know that in california you can't like hardly put the gas in your car because there's this weird spring pressurized tube around the gas pump that you can't like get into the into your tank to try to fill because we're trying to keep the gas fumes from floating up as you're filling the car and so i thought they were going to try to do the same thing to cows except put it on the back end of cows and stuff but um (laughs) (laughs) no i'm picturing that still yes but go ahead the newest emissions that we're not supposed to like let happen and unfortunately electric cars are even worse this way ready tires tires are emitting things that we aren't supposed to be emitting or breathing. You know, I knew this. And, I knew this for yeah. a long time. Have you ever let air out of a tire? It stinks. It's got to be. Well, it's it's got to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. It's not just that. And all. And of course, you, know, you got to change the air in your tires regularly. Like yes, oil. of course. You know <laughs> I've had dealers charge me for that. We had to rotate the air in your tires. <laughs> rotate the air. Uh, in no. The <laughs> this is the tire's exterior coming apart. Tires particulate. Remember, why do we replace tires? Why aren't tires just last forever, Alan? Yeah, well, because as you drive, right. they wear away. Okay, right. the rubber is constantly wearing. It heats up and it totally comes apart. And that's if you drive normal. Now, if you drive like you and I drive, and a lot of people drive, they don't just wear by driving them down the road. They wear by the tires not traveling at the same speed as the road is traveling on. Would be one way to say. It. You know, people doing burnouts and stuff. These drift competitions, everything else. But the bottom line is that as tires come apart by whatever means, they put out supposed toxic fumes and, mm. and uh, byproducts and chemicals into the air. Mm. And they're now saying that this 
is the new, you know, killer that's going to get us all, you know, that it's bad. They've already proven that some of the emissions from tires are bad for certain salmon. And, uh, you know, nobody has got any concrete evidence yet on what it's doing to humans, but I'm sure someone will come up with something. So, uh, and here's the killer that now all the the EV fans aren't going to like weight of a car increases or accelerates the rate, not surprisingly, the heavier the car is, the more it's chewing the tires up just by driving down the road normally without doing any shenanigans like you and I do. And guess what? EV cars are all heavy. They all weigh far more than the equivalent gasoline car because those batteries are heavy. And we've got the king of stupid weight, which is that GMC Hummer thing, you know, which weighs like 10,000 pounds. Right. And I'm sure that thing is, I'm sure that thing is putting out, you know, zero exhaust emissions and, you know, a cloud of rubber every time it travels a foot down the road because of how much it weighs. Well, so this is our issue now that we will be used. This will be the reason we are not allowed to drive our cars anymore at all. Any kind of car. Well, our show is brought to you in part by Dodge. And they make one particular car that is well known by the police for burning rubber. Can I say that? Uh, and it, burning yeah. rubber is actually, you know, polluting, of course. Right. Uh, 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 what am I supposed to say about that when I just said what I said about? Yeah, because our demons are coming. The demons yeah. are coming and we're living on a prayer, as you can hear in the background here. Uh, don't go anywhere. Carl Brower, we're going to talk about. These cars that Carl and I have coming, the new Dodge Demon 170, talking about burning rubber. Oh, they're going to outlaw them just for that. We'll be right back, Steve. Yep. Just- Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Yes. Yes, indeed. You're listening to The Drive All Across America, brought to you in part by Dodge. And, you know, Dodge is one of the last automakers that has the cojones to build a muscle car, a true muscle car. And with the the new Dodge Demon 170, both Carl Brower and I had Dodge Demons. Now, we both sold them to buy the next Dodge Demon, the, the Demon 170, which is a thousand and twenty-five horsepower, um, a zero to sixty in in like what is it, Carl? One point something? I think it's one point six. Yeah, one point seven. Yeah, no I don't problem. Know. It's yeah, ridiculous. About, you know, if you got false teeth, you end up swallowing them at that t- kind of <laughs> torque. You know, <laughs> what happened? I swallowed my false teeth. Your eyeballs roll back in your head. That is yep. extreme speed. I love 
that Dodge has the cojones to do that because in this world of electrified everything, I was, I give you an example. I have a bulldozer. And so I was over at the ranch and I heard this. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? The bulldozer must have a, the battery must be shorting out. No, on the other side of the bulldozer was the guy pressure washing it with an electric pressure washer. And I thought, that's a sin right there. You know, it's like, and I was like, what is that? And he goes, no, it's really good. I get it. There are some things that, you know, electric works just fine. But I'm kind of a internal combustion guy. You know what I mean? So anyway. I think you're kind of one of those. Yeah. yeah I think that's a yeah. fair statement. So, so well, are, are we both got notification, and I'll let you take it from there because you're a little ahead of me. Yeah, we are now looking at Dodge Demons that, in my case, just finished production, I think, like yesterday. Yours that's getting into production or in the middle of production right now. We know a couple other people who are getting cars, and they're moving through the, the process. And I think all of us were very concerned that we would ever see these cars because there was this UAW strike, which is still going on. And, you know, we didn't know what it would do to our car production. But Unifor is the Canadian version of the UAW. It's their auto workers. Our cars are built at the Brampton plant in Canada, not in the U.S. And that plant never had a major strike issue. And apparently even the supply chain issues, which are also starting to impact the industry because of these strikes, also didn't impact, at least so far, our build. Now, remember, they're building 3,300 of these demons, 3,000 for U.S., 300 for Canada, and they've only got about 11 or 1,200 built so far, and they have to have them done on December 31st. Everything comes crashing down, the contracts, the plant, everything stops. They can't, well, we'll get the last couple built in January. No, it all happens by the 31st or it's done, and actually, I think vacation starts for a lot of these companies on the 17th of December, so really, it's not even the 31st. You really have two weeks less than that. So oh, uh, all the people calculating this say they got to build like 40 a day for every working day between now and December 31st slash December 17th so, so to get them they, all done. The note that I got was your car should be delivered by November 17th. This is cutting it pretty darn short. My question is, yeah. Yeah. is it still a 2023 if it doesn't get delivered until 2024, I mean, the answer is, of course, yes. But but what happens? You know, I mean, we're in that really weird, uh, what do you even call this, twilight zone. I don't even know how to think of it. Say, call it anything else. It's just like, it's like bizarre. Yeah, the whole you know? thing, the whole thing is weird. I mean, they didn't start production of the car until, well, they were supposed to in July. Then they had hiccups and all of the issues. But when you start the production run of a 2023 model in July of 23, you know, Alan, anyone who knows the industry knows you've got about a year off, right? You're supposed to start the production of the calendar year models about six plus months before the calendar year of the previous year ends. Right. And so we're a little off on that schedule. I and know. Well, like and I said, listen, 40 plus cars a day between now and the end of the, the year, or they're not going to all get built. And these are cars that are in excess of $100,000 for a Dodge Charger. I just want everybody to know that for a Dodge Challenger. Ch Dodge Challenger. Sorry, Charger. See, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm for clumped. Is that the right word? Maybe it's for Klimt. But anyway, Dodge Challenger, correct. But it's because both Carl and I, and I've never even talked to you about this, believe this may be the last of the muscle cars from the automakers. It's certainly going to be the last of this type of muscle car. You know, I, I suspect that we're going to be not nearly as 
fast-tracked into the electric car world as certain people and entities are claiming we're going to be. Yeah. And we're already seeing pushback. But, but, but still. I don't think we're going to see this kind of a muscle car ever. Correct. I don't. It, it won't be called a muscle car. It'll be called uh, a... I don't know what it'll be called. We'll take a break and be right back with more. Stay with us. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru. Join Subaru in celebrating their fifth annual National Make-A-Dogs Day on October 22nd. A day to do something special for all dogs. This day, combined with the Subaru Loves Pets initiative, has helped many shelter animals find loving homes, including hard-to-adopt underdogs. Learn more at Subaru.com slash Make-A-Dogs-Day. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, you know, uh, ZZ Top here in the background, sharp-dressed man. I also like to have a sharp-dressed car, if I can say that. Car, truck, or SUV, I don't care what it is. Carl Brower is joining us from uh, iccars.com, industry analyst. iccars.com has done a study, get this, on the colors the most popular colors. And I'll tell you, Carl and I, we just got done talking about the uh, demons. And one of the dilemmas, the dilemma for me was what color to pick. Now, last time I picked a black one and I called mine the dirty demon. I had a black car and it was a very rare machine, serial number eight, and I never washed it until I, f- I washed it once before I sold it. <laughs> It saved a lot of money on car polish. Anyway, and then, Carl, you got kind of an orange color, burnt orange. or I, It was really an ugly Poor color. Red. No, no, it was Poor ugly. Red. Horrible color. I don't know why. I told you. I don't know why. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but the question is, what color did you get this time? And then let's go into this study because I got black again. Yeah, so I went crazy this time because I almost did it last time, but they were delayed. If you got purple, and I wanted to get my car as soon as possible, so I went ahead with Tour Red. This time, I said, I'm going to do what it takes because I don't think I'm getting another one of these, as we talked about. So yeah. I went plum crazy purple. Did you uh, really? Online. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so I got a purple oh. one, and uh, to me, it's the – this is what I say. You talk to any, like, diehard Mopar people, especially old-school people like me, and plum crazy is the color. So if you're talking about like the most extreme Dodge muscle car ever produced, you got to get it in the most extreme Dodge color ever offered. And that's plum crazy. Purple. Yeah. So I you think know, that was my thinking. I was talking to the president of Dodge and I said, what color are you getting? And he said, silver with a red interior. And I said, silver. And I was, you know, at first I was going for silver. I thought, you know, silver. And then I saw one. And I went, huh, ho-hum. You know, yeah. so I now yeah. ho hum. You cannot say ho hum about plum crazy because purple. I, I said to the guy, I literally said, why are you not getting that wild? You know, that the plum crazy wild. He goes, I can't drive that purple thing around. <laughs> That's actually what he said. I thought it was well, hilarious. You know, I, I, I know, you I know got it's it. funny when people like talk about like 
doing crazy options on these cars. And I'm like, you mean you shouldn't do crazy options on the 1,025 horsepower, <laughs> right. lifts the front wheels off the ground, does zero to 60 in 1.8 seconds. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't want to do something silly or crazy with a car yeah. like that. You're right. You better keep it keep it conservative and keep it grounded. Well, I, I just, I, listen, I, I loved mine in black, and I was going to get red interior the last time, and they wouldn't do it for me. And then, like, two weeks later, I talked to Craig Jackson from Barrett-Jackson, and he got black with red interior and i go hey what's up here so yeah. anyway now i got black with red interior and red seat belts and all that but i don't know all right so iccars.com did a, a study of the most popular car colors and i was asked when i was on abc with kelly ripa one time she goes why are these cars all silver and i looked at yeah. you know at the audience and i'm like i don't know why but why was silver so popular for a while for the concept cars and all the new cars coming out? Because to me, it was a hard color to photograph. But anyway. Yeah, I have made a rule that I can never order a car or purchase a car in silver because I can't be <laughs> a contributor to the silver car thing. Oh, it's like, come that's on. so funny. Uh, it's just out of control. But thankfully, Alan, as the latest IC car study confirms, I'm not alone in this thinking. A lot of people who are, are over silver, thankfully. So... Right now, in today's world, the most popular car and color, not surprisingly, is white. I got a white Jeep. Yeah, my wife has a yeah. white uh, Nissan Rogue. She loves it. Okay, yeah. so see, we're, we're up in the top, uh, keeping up with the Joneses. All right, what's the next color? Second most popular is black. Again, oh! really surprising. <laughs> Mr. Black Challenger. So, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're riding right along there. Alan. Yeah. I don't want to make any noises around you. Know, bah, bah. But anyways, you're, oh! you know, you're, 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 do you're doing fine. You're doing fine. The wolf in um, sheep's clothing, I might tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Third most popular for like decades. I think the last, most of the last two decades has been silver. But today, now, Gray, gray has displaced. Oh, silver. like silver battleship now fourth, kind of like a yes. non-metallic non-metallic gray. Yes, oh. gray has now replaced silver. So, if you mm. want to talk about the grain of America or the gray, oh. well, fifty it's, shades it's gray of gray. Of, <laughs> yes, yes, we're all we're all grain, you know. Yeah, right. So uh, maybe we can get some just for cars. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, so that's third. Fourth now is silver. Fifth, I'm happy to say, because it's one of my favorite shades in general, blue, which oh. has displaced the formerly fifth place position car color, red. Oh. So red has now fallen to sixth. Blue has moved up ahead of it to fifth. And silver has fallen to fourth. Gray has moved ahead of it to third. I so know. Shifting around. I can tell you why. There is a certain sheen that you can put on these gray cars, not the silver, but the matte finish gray that the radar detectors and the, what do they call those speed cameras, cannot see. Ooh. It's stealth. Ooh. No, I'm actually joking, but wouldn't that be cool? You and me ought to work one, work that one out, actually. Get a wrap that's for a your car. That's a billion dollars. Yeah, and it goes stealth. No photographs. People can't even see it in cameras. Oh, my gosh. That would be that crazy green. All right. You can find the study on the uh, most popular colors at iccars.com, and you'll find Carl Brower there, too. Carl, thank you, and uh, let's talk again soon about our demons. Yes. Absolutely. Let's, no. let's burn some tires and, and pollute the air. Oh, shh. Don't say it. Don't say it out loud. All right. We'll be right back with more. Stay with us. It is The Drive. Sweet little baby, I'm a little lover boy. 
Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, joining us right now is Lauren Fix. She's the publisher of Car Coach Reports, carcoachreports.com. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram and all those different places. On Twitter, it's at Lauren Fix. Instagram, hashtag Car Coach Reports. On YouTube, Car Coach Reports. Lots of videos on YouTube. So, uh, I said, what do you want to talk about? She says, it's like dancing. You lead, I'll follow. You know, you're so good at that. I don't <laughs> dance hardly at all. You know, I, even when I got married, I got to tell you, when I got married, oh my gosh, many decades ago, I didn't want to dance. I just, I've never been a dancer. And uh, really? my, my mother-in-law, who was not a small woman, she comes out, she grabs my hand. She goes, you're dancing with me. She grabs me around the waist. She kind of, you know, is going to pick me up. And she picks me up like a giant baby on her hip. And she oh, dances geez. me around. And I'm like, my feet are dangling. And I'm like, what is happening? God, help me, please. And she danced me around. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I'll dance. I'll dance. You know, it's like the most humiliating That's thing. That's funny. Anyway, okay. So speaking of humiliating, I went to Los Angeles Actually, I went to San Diego, which is even worse, to a wedding. Our dearly loved Stephanie Carlson got married, who's our video person for the last 15 years. And uh, so I went down to her wedding in San Diego. And by the time it was all said and done, I had to get gasoline. Do you know what is happening with gasoline in California? Oh, yes. It's crazy. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. So let me tell you, when I thought, okay, I need a pretty much a full tank of gas in this uh, Challenger I got. Of course, I'm going to pick a Challenger. It was $6.79 a gallon, which was cheaper than I had seen. I was literally price shopping from $6.99 to $6.89. And I finally thought, I better stop here. $6.79 is the best I'm going to do. But I mean, seven bucks a gallon is so ugly when you fill the tank you're well over a hundred bucks yeah. and I, now, all i can tell you is it terrible it was higher it was higher and then it dropped down this is how they raise the price so they go oh it's a 332 a gallon you're like oh okay now it's 523 a gallon over a very short period of time like eh. then they maintain it then suddenly it's 679 a gallon you're like whoa whoa now people are calling their elected representatives saying you got to do something 
they release oil from the strategic oil preserves, yeah, which there is very little left. left. We're, yeah. we're almost out. And the price drops just a little bit, and you're like, oh, some relief at the pump. And then it's at eight bucks a gallon. You're like, whoa, whoa hold on. Yeah. You can only do that so long. Until we start producing fuel again here in the U.S., rather than getting it from Russia, South America, or OPEC in the Middle East, nothing's going to change. And mm. this is how they're going to try and get you to be consider an electric vehicle. Mm, mm, mm. So, so think about that, right? Yeah. No. And well, and so here are some bizarre things you can talk about, which is. You and I had talked, well, there's a, a bunch of things. I don't even know. We're, we'll just have to spend some time on it. One of the electric car companies, I think it was you that did the story, Rivian, mm-hmm. loses something to the effect of $30,000 per vehicle trying. And yep. they spent you know, billions of dollars trying to create this vehicle. And here they are. They're losing enough to buy a nice car per vehicle. And yes. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. So Rivian loses $33,000 per vehicle. Now the R1T, which is the truck, and the R1S, which is the SUV, and I've reviewed both of them on my Car Coach Reports channel, are very cool. Very cool, very innovative, very unique. RJ, who started the business, I met him when he first said he was going to make this happen. We were like, well, you know, we've all heard this. Eh, We'll see. But he has created a really unique car. Unfortunately, making money in the electric vehicle space is literally impossible. No one makes money in electric vehicles, not even Tesla. The only reason Tesla makes money is he's super smart. He gets incentives from the government, which he sells to other car companies that don't make electric cars like Mazda. Mm. So they know exactly what they're doing. Unfortunately, they made more vehicles than ever this quarter for Rivian. But if you're taking a loss of $33,000 or any kind of loss, that just multiplies the loss. It doesn't lower the cost of producing the cars. And the only way that's going to happen is to scale that is going to be lowering the cost of the product. And the thing is, if you want a cool vehicle, there's a price point to it. Now, are they going to raise the price? We don't know that. If they did, to raise it $33,000, it would make it completely unavailable to anyone. So they're in that catch-22, but they're not alone. I mean, Ford is in the same situation with the Lightning truck. They're too expensive. People don't want them. So they removed all 20, this was just like two days ago, 2023 models that were on order for Ford Lightning trucks were all canceled, all of them, to the dealers. And they rolled them into 2024s, and they're going to try and lower the price. So sure enough, everyone was going, whoa, 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 what is going on? The next day, they came up with a vehicle they say is going to be just under $70,000, which is a lot of money for a pickup truck. That's not really a work truck. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you want a work and, truck, you buy a Ford, you buy a Ram, you buy a Silverado, a yeah. GMC, something like that. Well, and the Rivian is, is how much money also. It's it's spindy. Well, it's not cheap. Depends how you load it up and, you know, which motor you get, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, but they are cool and they are going to run you way over 80 grand. But it's a specialty vehicle. It's like buying a Lucid which has the most range of any electric vehicle, it's a 524 miles on a charge, which is, and I've driven them. They're very cool. Beautiful. But again, beautiful car, really well built. But if you're not making money on those and they're not either, then what? How long is that sustainable? Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, you know, both Rivian, I'm sure it's a cool vehicle. I've not driven one. You have. You've reviewed them. But Lucid, I haven't driven that either. But I saw one on the road the other day and I was like, dang, look at that. 
I mean, really, really tastefully done. But they need to make hybrids so that people can then have their choice. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I think that would be super smart. But then there's more moving parts, right? And then that increases the cost even higher. Unless they buy somebody else's, like if they made an agreement with Toyota or one of the other car companies and said, hey, listen, you know, we could use your hybrid driveline and make these cars functional. I think that would be super smart. Listen, a lot of car companies have been doing that for years and years and years. Um, As a matter of fact, Toyota did it with the... What's the, the little sports car they just Subaru. made? Subaru. They did it with the 86. Well, they did it with Subaru, and they did it with BMW also, with the uh, Supra, right? right? Cool. Uh, all right, we'll take a little break. Lauren Fix, uh, Car Coach Reports. We're just talking about what's going on in the crazy world. We'll be right back. The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget. Never settle. Never surrender. And now, Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. You know, people are listening all over the country because our show is syndicated. You're listening to the Drive Radio Show. Um, But when you're in California, you have nowhere to escape to. And it's kind of that way in the world. America is the last frontier. And we've got some weird political stuff going on with, uh, what's his name that got ousted this week? McCarthy? You know, Speaker of the House? Yes. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of weird stuff going on. And all I see, Lauren Fix, is that it's going to continue to affect the price of everything. Gasoline. And then you got Klaus Schwab, who wants to uh, mm-hmm. get rid of cars altogether, ownership of cars altogether in California. And then you said something about Judge, Same kind of a deal. Uh, and then there's problems with self-driving cars. There's so much weird stuff going on. I don't even know what to think. It's like, let's just get back to the way it used to be, you know? I'm with you. I'm with you. Remember, the World Economic Forum has been putting this thing in place for a long time. They they were calling it Plan 2030. There's actually a book on it. It says the goal is to take everything away from us. Water, food, whatever. I know. You can go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You'll own nothing and like it. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right. You will own nothing. You will like it. You will live in 15-minute cities. Yeah. You will love it. <laughs> but this, I'll start with Buttigieg. I think this, this was actually funny, and it was actually all over, like, the New York Post and Times and every. I was surprised they actually posted it. Because remember, they want no gas stoves, no gas-powered cars. You're, and they tried this in New York State, and I think they tried it federally, and it was it's definitely not going to fly. I promise you, any one of your listeners will go, What? No beer. You're allowed two beers a week. That's going to fly like a hole in the head. I promise you that's going nowhere. You cannot tell people, listen, we're limiting everything. You can have gas stoves. All right, I'll work with electric. You can't have an electric hot water tank. All right. No, you can't have a car. Not liking that. But you can't have beer. You cross the line. You cross the line. Now we got civil war. Beer was it. Right. It's like the tea party. Beer was it. You broke the straw that broke the camel's (laughs) back. So my favorite is 
Pete Buttigieg, who is the Department of Transportation Secretary, he was under Obama. I guess he worked on one of his leading group. He was told to put together an advisory team of 24 leading experts to advise him on transportation equity. Oh boy. Fill in that one. I hear the word equity and I always cringe because yeah. I know there's something coming. So yeah. they wouldn't ask Alan Taylor and say, Alan, what do you think? They wouldn't ask me or any of your other wonderful guests. No. They get other people that are part of Transportation Equity Advisory Committee. <sighs> so, oh, yes. So their advisement was claiming that the privilege of owning a car ignites. I love how these words. This is like full of adjectives. The privilege of owning a car ignites systematic racism and should be banned. You shouldn't own a car because of <laughs> negative impact on the environment. And I'm like, what? Wait, wait, let me go back and read that again. It says they claiming the privilege of owning a car ignites. Interesting choice of words. Yeah. Systematic racism and should all cars should be banned because of their negative impact on the environment. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys are all driving around in cars, you know, black sedans with drivers, and you don't pay for gas. You don't pay for, you know, insurance or maintenance or any of that stuff or car payments. You get driven around in our tax dollars. How is that in your private planes? Yeah. yeah. So I understand how this goes. It's called so hypocrisy. All from, yeah. It's like a monarchy. We get everything and you get nothing. Yeah. So members of their advisory committee, and I won't say any of their names it's in my report, include a spatial policy scholar. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Mm. A spatial policy scholar. <laughs> and this person said, all cars are bad and calls for zero emission transit. Everybody takes mass transit. There was another person who told the Free Beacon, which is a newspaper, that she is not advocating for complete erasure of cars, not for them anyhow, but hopes to convince the government to redirect the U.S. to relying on private Ubers or mass transit only. Yeah, I'm going to get right on these. It's like, yeah. And they want everyone to live in 15-minute cities. Well, wait a minute, there's a lot of crime in big cities. So why would I want to move from the suburbs and you live on a farm oh yeah to the big city mm, where you and i live our big cities is a no-go you know it's yeah. funny I, uh, i'll I, stay out here thanks exactly <laughs> i was feeding my cows this morning and everybody laughs at me with my cows now and uh you know i have a i have a gun on my hip and i was doing something and i i kind of uh twisted funny and my um my gun which it's a little derringer that just kind of fits in my pocket. Because, you know, when you were the animals, you better have a way of making noise even, if nothing else. And I, I have a big yeah. herd of animals, so it's, I'm, I'm a cowboy with a gun. Don't get me wrong. But it fell, it. it fell out. It got pulled out and fell out into a giant hot pile of cow poo. Okay? And all <laughs> I could do was exactly what you I just started laughing. Because I thought, oh, no, it couldn't have fallen just on the ground, on the dirt, right? It fell. No, it, and it, it was fall right in the middle. It was like, the- <laughs> and I thought to myself, I have really turned into a cow man, you know, because it, I just picked mm-hmm. it up and I just kind of thought, all right, I went over to the hose and I washed it off. And I thought, and washing off my, my pistol here. And I thought to myself, this is just too funny. So I I had, you know, when I was done feeding the cows, taking care of stuff, I went in the house, I took it all apart, and I cleaned it all. And I thought to myself, what has happened to me? (laughs) It's still internal combustion. You know, a gun is uh, internal combustion, right? 
Right. Six of one half and his husband the other. But you can clean it. It's, <laughs> it's metal. You can right. clean it. Right. <laughs> but it was it was oh just so God. funny. My wife saw me. She's like, what are you doing? I go, well, because I went, you know, I used some soap when I got in the house. I go, I'm cleaning my gun. She goes, Too in the kitchen sink? I said, yeah, I dropped it in a big pile of poo. <laughs> anyway, oh, my God. What has happened to me, Lauren? You use Clorox. <laughs> Get some Clorox. Clean it up. She'll be fine. We'll come back and talk more about this stuff, and I'll leave the cows to the side. Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. Hey, by the way, uh, well, our Subaru sponsor, uh, they have something going on here. Uh, Let me just read it to you. It says, join Subaru in celebrating their fifth annual National Make-A-Dog's Day on October 22nd, uh, a day to do something special for all dogs. This day, combined with Subaru's Loves Pets Initiative, has helped many shelter animals find loving homes, including hard-to-adopt underdogs. Learn more at Subaru.com slash Make-A-Dog's-Day. Uh, Lauren Fix is here. That's kind of... I, I love Subaru. They, they, they do so many cool things. Um, Lauren, so we talked about McCarthy getting ousted from the uh, Speaker of the House. It never happened before in history. So many first times things are happening right now in this kind of time of life. What an interesting, may you live in interesting times. Well, we are living in interesting times. Yeah. Right? It's interesting, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you were talking about something else that happened with California. I, I can't remember what it was now. There were two things. One of them, I, I just got back from the Rensport Reunion 7. Oh, yeah. Which was Porsches. the biggest Porsche gathering yeah. ever. They had 91,000 people Woo. clear the gates. Yep. Well, isn't it, it the seventy? Is it the seventy? Uh, race anniversary? cars, over a hundred drivers, yeah. all like well-known, like David Hobbs and Jackie X, that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Nice. I have a friend that went. He, uh, yeah, it's like it's his dream thing to do. I've been before, but gosh, it's been, whew, I don't know, eight years, six, seven years. How many? What is this? What Rensport? How many? This years? is Rensport seven. Seven. But they do so, it every five years. Ah, okay. So, I was going to say because it's it's been a while since I went. I mean, it could have been 10 years. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but then there was also... uh, This is 75 years of Porsche. 75. 75 years, so they had to make a big thing of it. That's right. Uh, And there was was a lot. 
I mean, there was a whole booth that was called the Sonderwunsch House, oh. and it was literally everything for special wishes. That's what Sonderwunsch means, special wishes. We'll say it in English. So when you walk in, you can pick any color you want. So they open this case of like 115 different colors and little paint chips. Wow. But if that doesn't work for you, those are between 1100 and like $10,000 extra for a paint color. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work for you. Yeah. We can make any color you want. Oh, really? So I saw a G- oh. I saw a GT2 RS, a 2018 GT2 RS. Beautiful car. And what they call bamboo. Mm. So I asked the guy, I go, how much is that color? He goes, well, when he bought the car in 2018, it was $80,000 extra. Now it's $150,000 oh. extra. Oh, for the Plus color. additional custom interior. I'm like, oh. what? Oh, now, so Carl was talking about the most popular colors before you. And, of course, you know, white, black, silver. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the new one in there is, is a gray, you know, just that battleship gray. Yes, and then red Love and it. blue. and. But uh, wow, mm-hmm. bamboo! I love that. That is, it sounds cool. But yeah, I'm not going to pay a hundred thousand bucks. When I got it's a my Viper color, so it requires special paint. Process. Yes, when I got my Viper in 2016 um, uh, ACR, I got a special color, and I think it was like ten thousand dollars. I got like a uh, one of those. Have you ever seen that Lexus metallic white? You know, yeah. it was that kind it's of beautiful. a metallic white. It was beautiful. Okay, now you got a minute and a half left. There was something else going on in the uh, legislature of California, though. I, you, you mentioned it. And I don't want to forget about it. What was it? Okay, this is interesting. So we constantly are monitoring what's going on with government mandates. So this is breaking news. The U.S. House of Representatives has adopted a bill to stop the California gas vehicle ban, and they passed it. Now it's got to go to the Senate. I worry that the Senate's not going to let it go through. But what it is, it, if you want to follow it, if you love all these numbers, it's HR, means House of Representatives, Bill 1435 is called the Preserving Choice in Vehicles Act, which, if you're a car person, you want. Because what it does, and this is a bipartisan, it allows you to say, I want electric, I want plug-in, I want hybrid, I want gas, I want diesel, you pick what you want. Versus California saying, you know what? You don't get to choose. You get what we give you. It's going to be electric or nothing. And this opens up for the manufacturers to make what they want. The manufacturers don't make money, like we were saying earlier, on electric vehicles, so they kind of like this. Ah. And so their lobbyists must be pushing for this, which is good, because that's what we as consumers want to do what works for you. You want right. electric car? Go right. buy one. Well, There's lots of great that's choices. That's what America's about, choices, right? Right. That's exactly right. right. Supply and demand, let the free market reign. That's right. All right, you guys, you can find Lauren Fix at carcoachreports.com. She's got a YouTube channel, Car Coach Reports. Twitter, uh, at Lauren Fix. Instagram, hashtag Car Coach Reports. Uh, lots of information. I don't know anybody that makes more. She is, I think you're leading in the content creation. Thank you, Lauren. Well, thank you. Thank right. you. We've got another hour to go. Stay with us. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru. Join Subaru in celebrating their fifth annual National Make-A-Dogs Day on October 22nd. A day to do something special for all dogs. This day, combined with the Subaru Loves Pets initiative, has helped many shelter animals find loving homes, including hard-to-adopt underdogs. 
Learn more at Subaru.com slash Make a Dog's Day. Step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, joining us now in this hour is George Kennedy III, co-founder. Yeah, he is the co-founder, that's right, of Cartender. I thought, no, I'm reading that wrong. No, he is the co-founder of that. Also, vice president of the New England Motor Press Association, contributes to the U.S. News and World Report, Forbes Wheels, and uh, contributes here to the drive. George, I've said that a thousand times. I don't know why I had uh, I got stuck on that. Um, I don't know, but, you know, we, yeah. we got there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> George just got back from Arizona from hanging out. I asked him, what's the price of gas? He's like, I don't know. I didn't pay attention. I'm like, yeah. I was yeah. on vacation, man. That's, yeah. you know, that's... Well, let me just tell you something. You're lucky. Consider yourself lucky because every time you have to drop a Hunsky to get not even a full tank of gas, it's shocking. It's like 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. And I look down and I'm not, I didn't even fill it up. I just got, let's put 100 bucks in and see if we can call it even here. Nope. My truck, by the way, at $5 and I think diesel is about f- where I am standing right now in Oregon is about $5 and 30 cents a gallon. What's 35. It's over a hundred bucks, 35 gallon. You know what I mean? It's like, it's shocking when you're $140 to fill up something, you know, if you get all the way to empty, it is still to me mind boggling that they are trying to do everything possible to push the auto industry into a place where, and we talked about in the last hour, like a good example is Rivian, the, the electric car company, loses $33,000 per vehicle they sell. That is not sustainable. General Motors, Ford, well, that's, I mean, they're all here, doing here's that. The, you know, that same thing happened with Tesla at the start. You know, Elon had to inject a lot of money into it. And yes, I mean, there's, when there are upfront developmental costs, it depends how the cost is calculated. I mean, that's it's akin to one week caffeine can kill you, one week caffeine can save you. It's are you amortizing the upfront cost? They can be calculated a bunch of different ways. And as far as gas prices go, the national average is lower right now than the peak in 2008 when electric cars were still just a pipe dream. So, you know, yes, it's on the steady upswing, but everything is relative. Gas prices go up, gas prices go down. You know, it's a question of a new Lamborghini supercar. How much does the Lamborghini make on that? How much do they lose on that? Or, you know, is the Urus SUV paying for the development of the next Aventador replacement? You can, you can slice it a million different ways, right? But it's like, how does it impact you directly? For you, you've got a big truck. So, yeah, of course it impacts your wallet directly. But there are a lot of people bellyaching about gas prices out there that have more vehicle than they need. My friends that don't complain about that, they buy a plug-in hybrid, they buy a hybrid. They haven't gone full EV yet, but some have. Some are thinking about it for their next vehicle. So it's everybody's priorities are different, right? Well, I will say that there's truth. That, like I said in our, our last hour, because, you know, Lauren Fix, man, she is, whoo, she's on fire when she brings the stuff to the table. You talk about everything under the sun. But 
the thing about America that makes America so great is we have wretched excess of everything. We have gasoline and oil. We have oil, more oil under the ground than I think somebody said that anywhere else in the world. Now, the interesting thing is that, of course, we're not we're not pumping it out of the ground right now the way we should be. But the great part of America is that you can have whatever you want. The problem is, with George, when they start mandating like the guy Klaus Schwab, he's talking about in California that they want to uh, put a, a stop to vehicle ownership by 2030. I said that to you in the commercial break and you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. European countries have already had pushback. Uh, I want have, to- yeah, I mean, what people say versus what is actually enacted, two totally different things. Yeah. And, you know, as far as the whole, you know, have whatever you want, everything has a cost. I mean, that's to say, oh, I want, I want to have a big boy truck and I also don't want to pay a lot for gas. You sound like a, a kid at a birthday party who didn't get his slice of cake. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, you know, you, I know, I know, Alan, that you need your truck for truck stuff, but there's a lot of people out there buying more vehicle than they need. And then they complain that their big boy Yukon, you know, they have to pay too much for gas on it. It's like, then, then get a Highlander hybrid. Sorry, no. that has three rows. And, <laughs> you know. it, it, people, um, people's own, own self-confidence is so closely tied to image, it is, it's depressing. You know what's funny, though? See, you're not old enough to remember when gas was like 75 cents a gallon. I am! As a matter of fact, I remember getting $5 in my Volkswagen Beetle in 1976, and it filled the tank. We're going to take a break. We'll talk more about this stuff. Uh, George Kennedy III, he's also going to talk about a 2023 Lexus RX 350H, which means hybrid. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America. I'm Alan Taylor, George Kennedy III, joining us. He writes for all different kinds of, uh, well, magazines and newspapers and things and does some radio with me. Um, I told him, I said, hey, man, I'm glad you're able to spill it, you know, the way you actually think. we got to have people that have, you know, honest opinions on the show. And that, to me, is I've stopped having PR people on because... They believe their own PR, if you know what I'm saying. They're paid to believe their own PR. At some point, we've got to be in pursuit of the truth. And the truth for me here with the situation, and you touched on it a little bit, George, was a lot of people drive these big gas guzzlers still, and they love them. I love my big truck. Now, guess what? 
I also, besides my big GMC one-ton dually four-wheel drive, that I used to get 10 tons of hay with my 40-foot gooseneck trailer, I need that for that, okay? I have a big stock trailer. I pull that with it. I have another smaller trailer for pulling my bulldozer and my backhoe around. I got to have that big truck. I don't drive it every day. I don't even like driving it every day. It's too big. Conversely, I have a former boss who would lease the newest of a particular brand of pickup truck every three years, brand new, a premium level trim of that truck. And it might see one bag of bark mulch every year. (laughs) And so I don't want to hear him tell me. I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. But see, so the other side of the coin is my truck is 11 years old and I use it to do exactly what it was designed, wonderfully designed to do. It's got a big diesel engine in it. It's a fantastic machine. It gets 20 miles to the gallon on the highway. This big, giant truck. But pulling a trailer around, it may get six or seven miles to the gallon. But it's also pulling a payload. So when I'm not needing to use that big truck, I have a Jeep Gladiator, which is a small truck, and it's a diesel. I get 29 miles to the gallon on the highway. That's my daily driver. And in one year, I put 15,000 miles on that Jeep Gladiator. So I drive that sucker a lot. Now, the only thing that would be better than to have a diesel Jeep Gladiator would be if they made it in a hybrid. I would sell this one and buy that one, but they, yeah. they, you know, they're not there yet. It's either electric with the, the Wrangler E, whatever they call E4 or whatever, 4xE. I think four, four, and, four by E. Right. Yeah, so that'll be a plug-in hybrid, similar to that Chrysler Pacifica. Maybe. Right. Right. My daughter has one of those and lives by it. You said it. Your yeah. friends, your younger friends, because you're like thirty years younger than me or close. Your younger friends are starting to now go. All right. I don't. You know. I don't need this big gas guzzler for my ego anymore. I need to be able to save some money here. Let's get a plug-in hybrid or a hybrid. Now the vehicle you're going to talk about today. I believe is one of these, a 2023 Lexus RX 350H. Hybrid or plug-in hybrid? It's a hybrid, but they do offer a plug-in hybrid called the, I believe the 450H Plus. No, we drove the RX 350H hybrid, a really nice vehicle. I mean, this is, this is the luxury SUV crossover that sort of made the market, you know, 25, 30 years ago for non-truck-like luxury SUVs. And so it's got a, a four-cylinder engine, two electric motors. It makes 246 horsepower, 233 pound-feet of torque. It comes standard with all-wheel drive. It's extremely smooth to drive, efficient. That's the name of the game with Lexus and specifically the RX. This is one of these vehicles that has been a cornerstone for the segment and for the brand. Well, I think that for the auto industry... When you hear the dictators, you might say, of mandates like Klaus Schwab and those types and the Pete Buttigieg who, I don't know how that guy got in there because, you know, where he was in Indiana was a mess. But anyway, these people get into power and then they start mandating things, dictating what we the people are going to do. We the people still have a choice. We the people will find our preferred choice. So in your case, you said it very well, hybrid or plug-in hybrid. That's what your younger friends are getting into. My daughter, 30 years old, she got a Pacifica hybrid, plug-in hybrid. 
She says, Dad, I will never buy another vehicle that is not hybrid or plug-in hybrid because what a deal. She says, all my other cars before this one, she says, they don't hold a candle. She goes, most of her shopping and her daily stuff she can do with the electric only part of it till she plugs it in her garage at night. It's brilliant. The high water mark right now to me in all automotives is not horsepower. It's a plug-in hybrid, even though I love horsepower. Hang with us. One more segment, and we're going to talk more about this 2023 Lexus RX 350H. The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget, never settle, never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up with the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. I told George Kennedy, I said, this this intro suits you well. I don't know what it is, all the strange noises of the beginning of that song. But George, yeah, it, it fits you. I don't know why. Perhaps it's because it's, it's a song where in which a music video involves a, uh, a Christopher Walken dancing uh, elevated <laughs> above a, a, a lobby, a hotel lobby. Oh, now i got to go watch it. I've never seen that. <laughs> you, re- you really do. It's a terrific Oh, that's too funny. Okay, good. All right. So we've gotten a lot of the politics out of the way and, and the, the judgments and, and resentment of high gas prices out of the way here. Let's see. Lexus, 2023 Lexus rx 350h how big is this a is that a three row or a two row suv it's a mid-sized okay. luxury suv that's and it's right offered in both two row and three row versions oh, the, is it? The, okay. the, the rx hl would be the three row and as far as it's it's a very cramped just in case third row for small children right i would not go back there as an adult for sure it is it's a having a pinch you know, if you have your, you know, your kids, friends or something like that. But otherwise, this is a two row, typically been a two row luxury SUV. And it has been for a long time. The, the third row is only a, a very recent development. So let's couple of um, the most important points is how much. And then since we're talking about fuel economy, I'd love to kind of know what the fuel economy is. This is a plug in or not. No, you said this is not a plug in. OK, it's not a plug in. No. It gets 37 miles per gallon in the city and 34 on the highway, which is pretty pretty wow, darn good. And yeah. you have to attribute to, you know, I think you and I have talked about this where some automakers have really almost just sort of bypassed the whole hybrid and plug-in hybrid thing and gone straight for EV. Toyota has doubled down on hybrids. I must want to say conventional hybrids. Smart. You know, noting that they are far more, you know, that for the moment, more practical, depending on where you live, depending on where your budget is, depending on where your driving needs are. Mm-hmm. Um, so very efficient SUV. They you know run very smooth. One thing I will say is that the way that this hybrid works is almost similar to that of a Prius, where the engine can power the wheels, but what it's really doing is powering the electric motors. And when you step on it, when you really you know kick the heels, 
and the motor makes a lot of noise. The engine, the power unit makes a lot of noise under hard acceleration. Hmm. So, and Lexus are, are known for being um, silky smooth and quiet. What about the silky smooth part of it? So, totally smooth ride, and that loud noise is just, it happens to be a byproduct of a lot of Toyota and Lexus hybrid powertrains. Mm-hmm. For the most part, though, super smooth, steering is light, soaks up bumps in the road. There's almost an effortless to driving Lexus vehicles that is almost like just maybe a half a step down from that same level of refinement that you get out of like a Mercedes S-Class or Mercedes in general. When you say, you said something there, it stuck out. You said it makes a loud noise. It's just because typically it's so smooth and quiet and almost silent, you just hear a little bit of engine noise because it's probably got a CVT transmission and the RPMs have to... That's correct. Okay. Yep, and the motor is droning on. So it's not necessarily that it's revving out to match what it is. The electric motors require more power and so the engine is acting as a generator and spinning up to a higher rate, and right. it's becoming very pronounced even from uh, inside the vehicle. How much money for this vehicle, as tested? Sure. So the RX Hybrid starts at $50,000. Our test model came in at 62000 and that's for the luxury trim with, with a number of packages, and it's you know heated and cooled seats. The One thing I will say, the infotainment system, they finally did away with the remote touch in the center and so now it's just a traditional touch screen in the center console and smartest thing they did it is just so nice to not have to deal with that remote touch controller you know dear acura pay attention to that (laughs) you know um acura and lexus boy they are fighting for that same spot with very very similar vehicles both excellent vehicles you can't say anything about these car companies except that they it's like your personal preference on the styling or maybe the powertrain options because they're both excellent car companies well, are, are doing a good the job nuance, i would say that, yeah. that between the two of them is just real quick is that the you know acura tends to be a little bit more sporty a little more taut steering and okay, then good point. tends to go for yeah. For just more a comfort oriented. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Actually, it's true. It's a good point. Just like if you continue on, one of the automakers that doesn't make an electric vehicle right now is Mazda. As I'm, unless I'm getting that wrong, but Mazda, if you remember their whole slogan for a long time, and I know you're not that old, but I loved the Zoom Zoom slogan because their car company was a sporty car. That's what they wanted to push out into the world. Zoom Zoom. It's like you're going to be able to zoom around and zip around, as my wife would say. I've been zipping all over town with this car. So Acura, a little more zoom, zoom. Lexus, a little more plush and comfort. You liked it? Give me a kind of thumbs up, thumbs sideways, thumbs down. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. If you are a performance enthusiast, this really won't blow your skirt up. But if you are, I mean, this car, this vehicle is one of the most popular luxury SUV crossovers, maybe of all time, because... It's a well-rounded vehicle. It's comfortable. It's reliable. It's efficient. Um, you know, starting price of fifty grand for the hybrid. It, right. It's not going to break the bank as far as luxury vehicles go. Um, and it's just a really terrific vehicle. If you're not super into cars, but you just want a car that that is comfortable and will get the job done, yeah, uh, the RX has it in spades. 2023 Lexus RX 350H, 37 miles per gallon in the city and 34 on the highway. Fantastic. Thank you, George. Thanks a lot. All right. Coming up next, Brian Moody from Auto Trader. Stay with us. It is The Drive. I guess I'm a 
Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. And just regular old car guy. Uh, our show is brought to you in part by Subaru and their new Outback. Go where love takes you. Thanks to Subaru for the many years of sponsoring the show. Uh, Brian Moody joining us now from Auto Trader. He's the executive editor. He's in the... Uh, well, he's in the he's behind the orange curtain, as they say, at the Orange County Auto Show. But <laughs> Brian, I asked you in the commercial break there about I go what what's gas at back at home in Georgia where you're from, and you go it's in the threes, and I'm like ay 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 because I was just in L.A. I think it's three sixty something. Yeah, well, it's I paid six dollars seventy nine cents for gas in L.A. and you're in Orange County, which is probably the same. Yikes! Yeah, how can it be three dollars more in California taxes? Texas is the main thing. Ugh. Unbelievable. Anyway. Listen to this. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you this. Yeah. I know the number one expense for my household is taxes every year. Oh, yeah. Whew. That's scary. So. That's, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? All right. So you said you're at the Orange County Auto Show. The Orange County Auto Show is the L.A. Auto Show is coming up, isn't it? Soon? In November, the Los Angeles Auto Show is in November. The Orange County Auto Show is more of a regional show. Yeah. But they do end up having a lot of cool stuff because it's pretty early in the auto show season. Right. Right. And there's a lot of money in Orange County. And Orange County, if it was its own state, would be like one of the top ten, I've heard. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. And so here's a, a brief little synopsis. Here at the Orange County Auto Show, again, a relatively small regional auto show put on by the local Orange County Auto Dealers Association. This is some of the cars that you can see here as attendees. The new Lexus TX, the new Lexus GX, the new Ford Mustang Dark Horse, mm. the Kia EV9, that's their three-row electric SUV, the Honda Prologue, that's a pretty high-level of all new cars for a regional show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got done talking to George Kennedy about the Lexus RX 350. You're talking about an LX and a TX. Lexus has been very, they've been very busy. Can I just say it like that? Making yeah. a new product. 
and where everybody else is kind of just going, what do we do next? What do we do next? <laughs> you know, they know what they're doing. They've got their head screwed right. on straight, you know? Yeah. So uh, they got the ES hybrid F Sport. And like I said, those two SUVs, those are all new or recently redesigned. Right. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I wonder why the Orange County Auto Show and why Ford pick to have the dark horse there maybe for those who don't know maybe you could tell the world what the mustang dark horse is yeah the mustang dark horse is like a special edition of the mustang it's a high performance i think it's 500 horsepower with a v8 gasoline powered engine yeah so for all those people who are worried about being forced to buy electric that's not what i'm seeing here if you want an electric mustang they have that but if you want a v8 powered gasoline 500 horsepower special edition Mustang, you can get that. There's also the Mustang GT, which is separate from the Dark Horse. Right. So it's a special edition. It's about $60,000, I think. So think of it as like a, a somewhat affordable track car. Yeah. What's funny is that seems kind of cheap <laughs> because of what the Shelbys bring. You know, they're right. Dang, man, you can get over a hundred grand with a Shelby GT. Exactly. You know? And that's kind of the idea to give the people who are Mustang purists, enthusiasts, performance enthusiasts, something that they can aspire to that's not a GT500 or a GT350 or whatever. Right, right, right. Well, and it's funny how you can spend, I don't know, what, what is the base price of a four-cylinder Mustang? You know, I mean, it, it's probably... EcoBoost. Yeah, probably in the, the, the either the high 20s or low 30s, all the way up to a 100 plus thousand bucks on the same basic platform only horsepower and whatever the package you know that you're paying a little bit for shelby if you buy a shelby right. celine steve celine still making celine mustangs you got now these iterations now coming from ford with this dark horse and that wild thing they showed i can't even remember the name it was the the one that's got the um oh well i don't know it's more like a track car that's street legal yeah. you know so i uh, okay so you're never gonna guess what the actual base price is of a ford mustang EcoBoost premium how much 32.5 okay so low 30s Can you believe that yeah, yeah it's interesting that's pretty impressive yeah i was gonna say it, it was before inflation it was in the in you know it was like it, just a taste under 30 but everything has gone up but everybody know? always says oh why are cars so expensive there's plenty of cars I'm looking at right now that are 29, 30. What happens is everyone goes, yeah, cars are just getting so expensive. I don't know how to get a deal. And then I ask them, well, what are you looking for? And they're like, oh, you know, a Denali. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, the top That's, of the line. You're not going to get a deal on that. Yeah. Well, you know, I just happened to see that um, the Jeep Gladiator, which is the Jeep pickup, that they're offering yeah. some crazy deals on gladiators. Maybe they're not selling the way they had hoped. And now the forum, because I have a Jeep Gladiator, the forum is going nuts. It's like, they just screwed the resale value of the used Jeep Gladiators. And eh, so, you know, there's maybe, there's... maybe not. Right, yeah, right. There's only so many of these. It's the end of the year. This is the time to buy a new car at the end and of the year. And they have a 200-day supply, I think. Yeah, there you go, which is a lot. That's a huge supply, actually. Yeah. So um, now if you want to get a new car, there are some deals to add because the next year model will be coming out and they don't want to have, you know, one year old cars sitting on the lot as it, you know, as, as Christmas yeah. time comes. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, there's there are deals to be had even on 
a GMC Denali because at some point the new year model's coming. So again, end of the year specials are starting to happen. All right, so Brian, you're at the yeah. uh, the Orange County Auto Show. We're going to take a little break. He's got a whole bunch of list of vehicles that are coming out and available to you. Again, uh, these are going to be next year's models. But the deals are to be had right now on this year, the 2023 year models. Yeah. Because here we are, end of the year specials. So we'll take a break. You're listening to The Drive. Brian Moody's with autotrader.com. And we'll be right back with more. Stay with us. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru. Join Subaru in celebrating their fifth annual National Make a Dogs Day on October 22nd, a day to do something special for all dogs. This day, combined with the Subaru Loves Pets initiative, has helped many shelter animals find loving homes, including hard to adopt underdogs. Learn more at Subaru.com slash make a dog's day. Well, you're listening to The Drive All Across America. I'm Alan Taylor and uh, Brian Moody joining us. Moody from autotrader.com. Booing. Oh, they're not booing. They're chanting Moody. 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 See how the O sound makes it sound like people could be maybe booing? You know, my cows go moo a lot and I think of you. Yeah. They're probably They're probably booing me. I don't know. All right, Orange County Auto Show. You said there was quite a big list of different vehicles that are coming out and uh, some good deals and high and gas mileage cars. Yes, I was just going to say that. You read my mind. Yeah. Or we talked about it before, one of the two. <laughs> That's I don't know. it, yes. Okay, so here's the thing with gas mileage. I'm just going to give you a few. You guess what you think the highway mileage of these cars are, and I'm going to tell you what it really is. Honda Accord EX. Not a hybrid, gasoline-powered car. What would you guess is the highway mileage of that car? Well, it's probably in the 40-mile-per-gallon club. Am I right? Close, 37. Yeah, I got to tell you. See? Uh, but yep, we were, and there's we a lot were, of cars like that. We were talking to George Kennedy. Of course, now this, this is a uh, 2023 Lexus RX350H hybrid. 34, yeah. 34 miles to the gallon on the highway. So all vehicles these days are doing better because they are so much more fuel efficient. And even yes. the tires are, are built differently than they used to be. Um, yep. There's just so many reasons why we're able to get better fuel economy because of the electronics in these vehicles. But uh, that's and impressive. And then when you add a yeah. – now, that number, the, by the way, the Nissan Sentra, 39 miles per gallon on yep. the highway – that's not a hybrid. That's just a gasoline-powered right. car. Right. I think people forget when we talk about gas-powered cars that how efficient they've become. Yeah, no question. All right, so 37 and 39, Honda Accord and right. Nissan Sentra. What else? Now, when you add hybrid to that, the new Toyota Prius, 57 miles per gallon. Whew. Now we're on to something, right? Yep. And then if you add the Prius Prime... That's the plug-in hybrid, so you know you can drive about 40 miles on electricity alone, and then the gas engine kicks in. That gets the, you know how there's this MPGE? Right. Which is basically the EPA's way of saying it's not strictly miles per gallon, it's the miles per gallon equivalent. Right. The Toyota Prius Prime, which is a plug-in hybrid, gets the equivalent 
of 127 miles per gallon. Oh my gosh. See? So when people, this is what I, what I see happening. Everyone wants to talk about electric cars. Yeah. Well, electric cars are very expensive. Some of these cars that I just mentioned, the Honda Accord and EX, by the way, which yeah. is a nicely Loaded. equipped, yeah. you know, pretty decent level of trim is about $29,000. The Sentra is even less. So not every car is 60, 70, $80,000. Right. Some electric cars are 40, 50, 60 plus, but where it makes the most sense with high gas prices is to buy a reasonably priced car, a sedan, a hybrid, or a hatchback, and you get one that gets great gas mileage. It's yeah. not going to make sense to trade your three-year-old car and lose the depreciation and then buy a $60,000 electric car. Right. Math still works the same, whether it's depreciation, interest, or gasoline. Yeah. It all comes out of your pocket. So, so George and I... That. George and I had this conversation about, you know, you and I are a little closer than age than George and I. He's he's in his 30s. So we were talking about this, that you and I came from a time when gasoline was not really a factor of what you were buying because it was a couple bucks a gallon, you know, and, and even yeah. I, I told I went back to when I, I got a full tank of gas for $5 in 1976. Five bucks. Yeah. And yeah. I still remember that because I only had a $5 bill and I filled the tank <laughs> and, and I, I stopped it at five. And then when I got in, the needle went all the way to full. So it was all but full in a, in a Volkswagen. Um, yeah. So there was a probably 50 cents a gallon. It probably doesn't hold 10 gallons. But it didn't used to be a factor. Today, it literally is a massive factor on what you buy. The price of gasoline yeah. or diesel. But to this Prius Prime 127 MPGE equivalent. It's just, yeah. it's fantastic. So guess what? If you're on a budget and you need to be able to still get around and be able to go anywhere and not have to worry about the electric factor, the range anxiety, here is the right. solution right here. Right. So a base Prius, not the Prime, but a base Prius, still going to get close to 60 miles per gallon or better, depending on how you drive. The price of that car is about $27,000. Yeah, it's a bargain. It's See, really, it is a bargain. It's not, everything isn't expensive. What people are opting for is expensive. That's different yeah. than saying everything is too expensive. <laughs> right. So we remodeled the house. And when I, I like that, I know. When we, yeah, when we figured out what we were going to spend, it was like, you know, 50,000 bucks. We're going to just all remodel for 50,000. But every yeah. single thing that came up, what light fixture do you want? What piece of plumbing fixture do you want what kind of floor tile do you want do you want heated floors oh gotta have heated floors we spent oh, three yeah. times what we were going to spend we spent a hundred and fifty thousand because we did not want to deny ourselves any of those wonderful luxuries. i see you are accustomed to the add-on <laughs> right <laughs> and that's the way cars are the same way well wow. if you ask 30 well, grand yeah. oh did you want to look at some of the other manufacturers bmw is a good one hey this car is 35.9 oh that sounds great oh did you want it to be good oh yeah that's forty two thousand dollars <laughs> right oh yeah 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 no it's uh you got to have these packages yeah exactly and uh listen i'm glad you're bringing these bits of information to the table because i don't know that I've ever heard of any car that is made today until today that gets 127 miles to the gallon made by Toyota. That's MPGE. Right. Right. Um, it's just, we need to blow that 
loud and clear across the, the I land know. because that, that should I, be selling everyone they make. Listen, I personally drove a Volvo plug-in hybrid for three months and got between 75 and 80 miles per gallon without even trying. Like, I, I don't know what the EPA estimate is. I don't know what the MPG is. I'm telling you, my real-world out-of-pocket expense for those three months was 75 to 80 miles per gallon. Wow. That was about one visit to the gas station per month. That's, That's awesome. what's out there. It doesn't have to all be electric. Right. Uh, Brian Moody's joining us from autotrader.com. More from the Orange County Auto Show. He's probably sitting in his car. Don't go anywhere, everybody. Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Brian Moody joining us from autotrader.com, and he is in one of the most yes, expensive sir. radio studios at the Orange County Auto <laughs> Show. <laughs> you said you're in a, a Kia EV9? <laughs> a Kia EV9. I don't know what the price is yet, because they're just, they're not quite delivering them or on sale yet. But it, it is, so the Kia EV9 is a fully electric three-row SUV. Right. It's pretty nice. Like, it's nice looking inside. It's very modern with some modern textures and stuff. Personally, I like the Telluride better, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, listen, first of all, for coverage of this event, you guys going to have some stuff up on autotrader.com? Yes, mostly social media. Look on uh, Autotrader's Instagram. Okay, there you go. So you said you had a story about a guy that was going to go all the way to Arizona from California to buy fuel. What's going on okay. with that? Yes. yes, because of what you're saying, 5 $6 a gallon plus, depending on where you are. If you yeah. get it in the city, it's more. So this guy has this big idea. I don't know how the math works on this, but I haven't added it up. He says, it always starts with, I got a buddy, right? I got a buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. A lot of bad things have happened <laughs> after the words, I got a buddy. Yep. I got a buddy. For me, it used to go like this. I got a buddy, and he said, we can take them all. And I'm like, no, <laughs> dude, those guys, right. those guys aren't college kids. Like, those guys are bikers. We cannot take them all. <laughs> That's a no. Yeah, right. So I got a buddy. This guy says he's got a buddy. He says gas is 250 in Arizona. What? Okay? What? That's what he said. Wow. He's got a buddy. Alan, he's got a buddy. So, you right. know, we can't. That's yeah. like guy code. You can't can't reject that he's gonna get some of these big military type oil cans you know that you use to put on the back of the jeep or whatever yeah he's gonna drive them down to arizona in his ford f-series truck 
<laughs> and he's going to load all of them up, and he's going to drive back to L.A., and he's going to save a bunch of money, he says. Now, is he counting for the fact that all that gas is going to add weight to the truck on the way back, and you're going to burn more gas than usual? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but this is just a, an example of how people have become desperate yeah. to not spend $6 a gallon. They're like, I'll spend the money some other way, but I don't want to give it to that guy. Well, does this remind you of Mad Max and the Thunderdome? You know, remember, it was all so about g- gas, right? Yeah. Fuel. Um, I'm just here for the gasoline. The other thing that this guy is not thinking about is that if he gets caught, that's hazardous materials. And if he's doing that to make money he can get himself in trouble as you know you can't do anything without the man getting his part of the action you know dear hp be on the lookout (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) well that reminds me of in the year 2016 i got a new viper acr bought it in texas in tomball texas because the viper dealer there and I bought it, and I went by and saw John Hennessy at Hennessy Performance, and I said, John, what can I do to this thing? And he's like, why would you want to do anything to that Viper ACR, which is American Club Racer? The car was just, it was like, don't mess with it, even though he knew yeah. he could make it a 1,000 horsepower, and it was already six-something. But when I was driving home at night, about midnight, I decided to see what this manual transmission would do in sixth gear, doing a lot of RPMs, and I'm sure I was... Yeah, I'm going to say I was approaching 100 and uh, something, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour anyway. I don't know exactly how fast I was going to be safe since I'm admitting to Breaking the law. (laughs) Breaking the law. So I pulled in to get gas. And, of course, in the middle of the night in Texas, there was nobody on the road. Nobody on the road. Yeah. And I pull into this truck stop to get gas, and this cop pulls in. And, by the way, this is 2016. I am friends with this man to this day. He pulls into the gas station, and he says... Hey, nice car. He gets out of his car, and he's walking around looking at the car while I'm filling it up. He goes, this thing is nice. I'll bet it's fast. And I go, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's fast. He goes, so how fast How fast were you going out there? And I go, oh, I, officer, I was doing the speed limit. <laughs> and he says, yeah. He says, you know, you must have passed one person going pretty fast because they said they don't know what it was, but it was white. He goes, this is a white car, and this is a really fast white car. And I said, yeah. I go, uh, yeah, but, it, it, you know, it may not have been me, too, you know. He goes, well, whatever it is, he said, every state trooper within 100 miles is looking for you right now. <laughs> I said, maybe it's time to get a hotel. He says, yeah, that'd be probably a pretty good idea. Wow. Um, Brian, it's been fun. I know uh, autotrader.com where people can go and find stuff. Instagram, autotrader yep. Instagram, if you want to see what Brian is seeing out there at the Orange County Auto Show. And, uh, and just remember this. There's plenty of new cars out here for under $30,000. Yeah. Uh, again, to reiterate. Prius Prime, 127 yeah. miles to the gallon, MPGE, and it's a plug-in yeah. hybrid. I think it's an absolutely beautiful thing, and I think you're a beautiful man, and I say thank you to you. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun out there, Brian. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Autotrader.com, and uh, I'm Alan Taylor. That's it for me. We'll see you guys next week, same time, same channel. Thanks for listening. Tell you that I saw your boyfriend walking down the street. He was standing all shaky, hands all sweaty, and he could hop. 
The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget, never settle, never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.